Hello, and welcome to the Cosmic Cauldron with host Jamie and Charlotte, where we discuss spirituality, paganism, witchcraft, holistic lifestyles, and everything in between. So gather around the cauldron every Wednesday, where we brew up a new topic. All right, welcome back to the Cosmic Cauldron. On this week's episode, Jamie and I are going to be discussing the topic of manifestation. We will be discussing how to manifest, what is manifestation, and going a little bit into the history of manifestation. So manifestation is probably one of my favorite topics to talk about. I always have a ton to say on the subject um, with each month that each month that goes by. I feel like I have more and more to say. Um, and especially within the last 12 months, I feel like manifestation has been a huge part of my life. So I kind of have this list of what I think manifestation is and what manifestation isn't. Not that it's necessarily black and white, but I want to give you guys an idea. We want to give you guys an idea of what to expect when it comes to to manifesting things in your life and and what not to expect, okay? And then ways that you can implement this practice into your own life. So I'm sure that everyone has their own opinion of what they think (laughs) manifesting means to them. So by all means, this is not the end all be all. It's just the way that Charlotte and I see it and what's worked for us before. So like I said, I've put together a list of what is and what isn't manifestation to me, um, my own personal experience. So we're going to go through this and we're going to describe each one and kind of go into detail about each one. So for me, manifestation hits about eight or nine different points. Um, I believe that it always starts with having a little bit of faith and obviously a desire to manifest what it is that you want. That's where it starts, right? You have to know what it is that you actually want. And you have to have that faith, that trust, and that knowing that what you want is something that you can actually obtain. Then you have to have surrender. (laughs) So this is the hardest part, I think, for most people, these first two steps and why people, I think, have so much trouble with manifestation is because you have to let go of the control factor in order to manifest what you want. Then you're going to move into what I call the meditation stage, okay? Whereas you're just focusing your intent you know, your, your mind on what it is that you want and, and then actually meditating. (laughs) So meditation, if you've been following our podcast for a while, is something that's very important to both Charlotte and I, and we think is pivotal to your path as a spiritual person, as a witch. Um, and just as a human in general, I believe, and I think Charlotte would vouch for that as well, because it, it gets you out of your own head and into your body and your soul space, which is where the magic happens. So then once you've done that, once you have the faith and the trust and you've surrendered and let go of control and you're meditating and and letting really just letting everything go and letting the universe go to work for you, you have to own your shit. And y'all know we love this phrase, right? (laughs) So when you get to this point, there's going to be things that come up that you're going to have to work on. And taking responsibility for yourself and your own actions is very pivotal here. Then the next step is going into that shadow work, right? Yes, I know it's a buzzword, but I can't think of any other way to put it besides this. But when you try to manifest things into your life, there's reasons why they're not here now, right? Say you want a million dollars. Why don't you have a million dollars right now? Well, you haven't aligned yourself with the energy of a million dollars. You haven't been able to welcome that into your life yet. So there's things that you hold within your energy that have to be worked through mentally, physically, emotionally. And this is where the shadow work comes in, okay? Looking for those things, those walls, those barriers. 
Yes, absolutely. Especially, you know, when it comes to to prosperity or attracting money to us, a lot of us have negative connections to money in the first place. And, and by doing the shadow work and allowing yourself to sort of address why it is you have these ideas about money or about it, it doesn't even have to be about money, about manifesting in general, you, know, you need to dissect what the the block is there to to be able to attract it into your life. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, people will discover all kinds of blocks when they start to do this work. And um I think that's where a lot of people stop, you know, because it's especially in our culture nowadays, these sort of things aren't really talked about very much, you know, um mental health, emotional health, they're still sort of taboo, right? So no one wants to bring it up, and therefore there's this like shroud of of mystery and shame around it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So on the next point on my list is speaking directly to that. And it's, it's putting yourself first. Okay. In terms of mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. Okay. A lot of people think that maybe this just doesn't even matter. Cause I know when I first started working on manifestation and we'll talk about this in a little bit, I had this idea, this like idea in a little box of what it meant, things that I had to do outside of me. But what a lot of people don't realize is the work starts within you first. So put yourself first, start working on your own self, filling your own cup. And then next you want to make sure that your intention is very, very clear. Yes, absolutely. And I think with putting yourself first, I think a lot of people may have, you know, this idea that it's selfish when it isn't like you really do have to put yourself first. Putting yourself first isn't selfish. It is vital. You have to, you have to. Yeah. So oftentimes what I found with my clients in the past and with myself in general is that that original desire that you had to manifest, once you have surrendered and you've recognized things about yourself and you've done the work and you've grown, a lot of times those desires change a little bit, right? They shift a little bit because we've worked on our mindset. So that's why this is kind of on my list twice. So you have the original desire and then you do the work and then you have to make sure your intention is really, really clear. Um, and then the last thing on my list for what is manifestation is alignment. So learning how to truly align yourself with that which you want, which seemed so elusive to me for so long when people would tell me that I'd be so frustrated, like, just tell me how to do it. <laughs> As someone who loves to just take directions and just do things, you know, it was like, well, what does that mean? Aligning yourself with what you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one of the biggest questions that I get as well is, you know, how, how do I align uh, myself with this, this sort of end goal? How do I achieve this manifestation? You know, what is yes. aligning? Yeah, exactly. And so I do want to talk about that in just a little bit. So I am going to go into more detail about what that means. But for now, just know that aligning yourself is, is, is critical to, to really manifesting what it is that you want. Yes, absolutely. And in the same vein as what is aligning ourselves with our intentions or aligning ourselves to achieve our manifestations, another question that I'm asked a lot is what are intentions? Now, intentions can be difficult to define or they can be, you know, quite simple. You know, when you break it down and you think about what is intent, 
the concept becomes a little bit easier, or at least it did for me. Now, intentions and will go hand in hand, but they're not synonymous. And, and the same with wishes, like an intention is not a wish. And the, the main differentiation between an intention is and a wish is the amount of energy you're going to be putting behind that intention to achieve a manifestation. And, you know, like I said a second ago, intentions are not will, but you need will to focus and hone in on that intention. Will is a fundamental part in channeling your intentions and getting that intention out into the universe for it to manifest. Now, another question would be, what in the hell is a manifestation? <laughs> now, while we've gone over a list of, you know, what it is or, or, you know, what it looks like and what it takes to achieve it, you know, manifestations are that combination of intention with will and using that willpower and that intention to manipulate the energy around you to create the life that you're envisioning. So I don't know if any of you are familiar with the term quantum leaping, or if you know anything about quantum physics at all, but to me, manifestation and quantum leaping go hand in hand. And I think what's most important is emotional intelligence when it comes to this equation. So to me, emotional intelligence equals quantum leaping equals manifestation. <laughs> so you know, no matter how you want to look at it, manifestation is a very real thing. And sometimes we even do it on accident. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> because like she said, it's will and intention. And sometimes we have intentions in our mind that we're not even totally aware of, and we will them into existence, <laughs> whether we wanted them really or not. <laughs> Absolutely. And I have done this to my detriment. So yeah, you've got to be careful. Yes, you have to be very careful. And this is why emotional intelligence, in my opinion, is so very important because manifestation is available to everyone. Okay. This is not just reserved for those who are spiritual or witchy or whatever. It's a very basic human characteristic. It's just wired in who we are. And what is it really? It's, it's growth. Okay. To me, manifestation is growth. So it's accepting responsibility for your own actions and and I'm going to go into this alignment now. Okay. So this is what I'm covering. And if you're wondering why, where I'm going with this, I'm going to be telling you how it is that you can really actually align with your intentions and will those things you really want into existence. Okay. And make sure that you're not willing anything that you don't want. <laughs> Although I can't guarantee that you won't. <laughs> yes. I mean, it is still a possibility. So you want to be as focused as you can be. And, and also very aware of the energy that you're putting out and, you know, what you may or may not be attracting. Yes, yes, exactly. So when we're, when we're born into this world, we're, we're born completely a blank slate, you know, pure emotions, you know, mentality, everything. And our experiences shape us and who we are and how we perceive the world, right? Our perspective on everything. Um, and so eventually there comes a point where we have to take responsibility for our own actions and why certain things maybe aren't happening for us like we want them to. Okay. So you have to make the decision to learn from things that trigger you. Okay. Things that, that really bother you um, and not just sidestep it. Right. When we're really willing to dig into 
these things and not sidestep it, that's when you really start to clear that that old energy, that stagnant energy, those emotions, those blocks, those walls, and to make room for the things that you want. So I had a little analogy here. Um, you can't have a boiling cauldron of like pessimism and anger, disappointment, and expect an egg placed into it to hatch and not to boil, you know, or, or if you can't expect to put a rose in a boiling vase and expect it to stay beautiful and not wilt. So manifestation starts with us, no one else. Okay. <laughs> and while you can make all the vision boards that you want and you can write out all the intentions that you want and have all the burn bowl ceremonies that you want, um, you have to work on what's inside of you. Okay. So emotional intelligence means taking responsibility and seeing each experience in life as an opportunity to grow and to learn. All right. This allows for those unpleasant energies or emotions to be transmuted. And this transmutation allows for more of that pleasant, amazing energy to be attracted into your life. Okay. So I know you guys have probably heard the term, your vibe attracts your tribe. And as cliche as I think that saying probably is now, it really is true. You attract what you are, not what you want. And this ties into what Charlotte was saying about wishing. You can wish things all day long. But if you're not truly aligning yourself with that, you know, and it's just a wish upon a star, you're really probably not going to get what you want. Okay. So you might say, you know, how do I attract a million dollars if I only have $10? You know, you can't act like a millionaire when I only have $10 in the bank, you know? Well, no, you can't go buying Gucci bags and Lamborghinis, but you can change your mindset. Okay. And this is where the alignment comes in. You can change your friends. You can change your work ethics. Because remember, you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. So you better make sure that they count. (laughs) (laughs) as Charlotte's sending me a heart right now. Love you, girl. (laughs) And it's true. It really is true. So what does all this mean summarized in terms of manifestation? Well, it means that manifestation starts with baby steps. (laughs) So as much as, you know, I'm very much an instant gratification person myself and people think that, you know, they can just start creating vision boards and do all these things and, and wishing for things to happen while that is fun and it's wonderful and it's a great start. Um, you have to truly understand what it is that you want. And sometimes we don't even really know what we want when we're still a wreck, (laughs) you know? Absolutely. I, I think that, you know, oftentimes what we really want, we don't even know, or we're not aware unless we dig in, we either sort of get in our own way, or we don't truly understand what we want. Like we can say that we want that new job, but unless, you know, we truly do, maybe we like the lack of responsibility at that current job, or, or maybe we become complacent, you know, we're not going to get that new job we say we want if we don't actually want it, you know, if we are not, if we are not in tune or aligned with getting that, you know, because our, our own mental blocks will stand in the way of manifesting that new job. You know, if you do not truly want it, you know? Yeah. And I think that's an interesting point to bring up too, is that a lot of times people are trying to manifest something and they get so frustrated. Why isn't this happening for me? When, (laughs) So 
my favorite thing is when people say that, you know, why isn't this happening to me? Then is to tell them to ask themselves, is that truly even what you want? You know, maybe it's not happening because it's not what you want. And the universe knows that. (laughs) Maybe you're lying to yourself. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So that's why it's so important to, to understand what it is that you truly desire by doing the work. Okay. And working every single day to align yourself with your truth. Okay. So emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually taking action, you know, good things come when we take action and we take responsibility, you know, and, you know, do things still magically appear sometimes, you know, that we hope for? Yes. Sometimes they will. Okay. Um, I've had that happen. However, if you don't do the work to align yourself with the frequency of that, that comes into your life, it will be difficult to hang on to it. I know this from firsthand experience. Anyone that knows somebody that's won the lottery, that's never had money before knows, (laughs) you know, you know, you take someone who's used to making, you know, 40 grand a year and suddenly they have, you know, $500 million. They're not going to know what to do with it. They're not going to know how to manage it. They're not going to know where to put it, you know, and this is a perfect example of, you know, say you want to manifest a new job. You know, it requires new hours, new concentration, new focus, maybe, maybe a little bit more responsibility, maybe less. And it's, you think it's what you want, but then you get it and you realize you have to make all these changes, right? Through your, to your daily routine, to your, to your mental health, to make sure that you're staying focused enough and, and, you know, clear headed enough. So there's certain things that have to come into play. And so the last thing I want to mention about alignment is understanding that it takes baby steps sometimes to get to what it is you want to manifest. You know, you can't ever go from point A to point Z. You know, even though I know I want to manifest a huge garden in my backyard, I know that I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and there's going to be 18 raised beds out of nowhere. You know, I have to make a plan. I have to draw a blueprint. I have to buy the materials. Then I have to go out there and do the work so I can make it happen. And in fact, I've made it happen even easier now recently by, you know, getting some help on my side that I didn't foresee coming. But you have to have a plan. So that was the last thing I wanted to mention about this is you have to have a plan. You have to create those steps. I think a lot of times people just want to write it on the wall and say, this is going to happen for me. But what are the building blocks? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Like you have to break it down into these incremental steps to really be able to achieve it. Like aligning isn't a simple concept. You know, it's something that is going to take work. Now, while having a vision board itself is not manifesting, it is good to have that, you know, visualization literally in front of you. Like it is visually on a board. That's why it's called a vision board. So it's not a bad thing to have. You know, what we're saying here is simply that just having that with no work behind it, you're not going to manifest that life that you want. Is it great to see it? Is it a great tool? Absolutely. But, you know, it's not the end all be all. Now, something I have been asked before is the law of attraction and manifestation in my own practice. Do I believe in the law of attraction as it stands and how does that relate to my practice? Now, it's a it's an interesting question because the law of attraction at its core is is sort of rooted in uh the the hermetic philosophy, which is something I will get into here in just a minute. So at the 
fundamental level of the law of attraction, yes, this is something that I utilize in my practice. Yes, I believe that, you know, energy needs to be in motion and you need to be aligning. But there's a lot of the law of attraction that I do not personally agree with. And if you have been listening for a little while, you will have heard this mentioned in another episode where we were discussing victim blaming. And a lot of the law of attraction can get into this state of, you know, victim blaming. So, you know, you didn't achieve this, so you weren't vibing high enough. And and while I don't believe in that aspect, I do believe in frequencies and being able to align yourself with a particular frequency to achieve what it is that you desire. Now, the law of attraction is not just something that, you know, came out in, you know, the 1980s. I believe it was the late 1980s and it was sort of popularized by Jerry and Esther Hicks. You know, it's not just them. This is actually a concept that predates them by far. The the first person that sort of brought this term to life was, was back in like the late 1800s. And this was a Russian occultist named Helena Blavatsky. And I apologize if I am butchering that name. You will notice on this podcast that I have a habit of doing that. And that is because I am a reader and I don't watch much TV. So actually hearing it audibly, it doesn't happen much. So so please forgive me for all the mispronunciations that I will do, not only on this episode, but every episode to come and every episode before. As I mentioned, uh, the law of attraction is sort of in line with hermeticism. And, and this is a, a belief system that is rooted in the teaching of Hermes. Now, this is recorded, or at least I have it recorded in the tiniest little book, actually, <laughs> called the Kabbalion. And it's written by the three initiates. And this was actually released in 1908. It's an old book, but the concepts are are sort of fundamental to, at least in my opinion, to understanding the principles of magic. And this is, you know, where I'm trying to tie it back to, yeah, you've got the law of attraction, but there are ways to use it in your magical workings. Like this is not exclusive to the new age concept. This is actually a very fundamental piece in your practice, you know, as a witch or as an occultist or, you know, however you identify. The Hermetic philosophy is broken down into seven principles. What these principles are, and I'm just kind of going to gloss over them if you want more understanding of these concepts, even though this is a small book on the bookshelf, it is packed with a lot of information that is really valuable to how to view energy and how to make it work. Now, the first principle of this book is the principle of mentalism. And this is stated that the all is mine, the universe is mental. Now, the second principle is the principle of correspondence. And you'll, you'll remember this phrase, as above, so below, as below, so above, as within, so without, as without, so within. And you'll remember the as above, so below, because this is a frequent phrase used in witchcraft. So now this, as above, so below, this ties back to, you know, you attracting what you are, as Jamie mentioned earlier. 
Now, the third principle is the principle of vibration. And this is nothing rests, everything moves, everything vibrates. And, and this is, you know, this ties back to aligning yourself with a specific frequency. The next is the principle of polarity. And in this, it is stated that everything is dual. Everything has poles and everything has its pairs of opposites. Like and unlike are the same. Opposite or identical in nature, but different in degree. Extremes meet. All truths are but half-truths. All paradoxes may be reconciled. If you are deeper in your craft, you will understand that there is sort of a yin and yang and a light and darkness. And now the fifth is the principle of rhythm. Everything flows out and in. Everything has tides. All things rise and fall. And I think this is an excellent thing to make note of because you're not always going to be winning. There are going to be times in your life that are harder and there are going to be times in your life that are easier. And you kind of, you know, you have to go with the ebbs and flows. It is not going to be 100% every day. You know, you're going to have highs and you're going to have lows. And the, the sixth principle is the principle of cause and effect. Every cause has its effect and every effect has its cause. Yes. Now, the last principle is, is one that's probably the most controversial in today's time, and that's the principle of gender. Now, when I say this, I'm not stating retired gender roles. It's just acknowledging that there are masculine and feminine energies, and these are present. Whether or not you identify as a man or a woman, or you don't identify with anything at all, the fact remains the same that these energies are present. So it, in this, it says gender isn't everything. Everything has a masculine and feminine principles. Now, these seven principles have been fundamental in my understanding of working with energy in my own practice. So while this itself is not a, a witchcraft book, per se. This is a book that I highly recommend to either people who are just getting started out or, or maybe you're seasoned. It, it doesn't matter. This book has a way of explaining how to work with energy that I think a lot of people could benefit from. So as you can see, manifestation is a very complex idea. Now it's it's a simple concept, but there's a lot of moving parts involved. And so I don't even necessarily see it as just this one thing, right? Manifestation to me is is almost like like a lifestyle choice. You know, it's it's a culmination of of different things. And we hope that you guys kind of paint this picture in your head as you're listening to this episode. But let's move into my list of what I think manifestation is not in Again, this is just some things that manifestation is not as single individual parts. Okay. <laughs> so, and these are things that people typically see when you go on Instagram or you go on Google and you, you, you know, you look up manifestation. These are a lot of the things that come up. And while they are important parts of what manifestation is, they're not the only thing that you need to use. So that being said, little disclaimer there. <laughs> Manifestation is not just writing, repeating words or phrases. Okay. While visualization is important, you know, uh, burn bowl ceremonies, you know, writing out your intentions, journaling is very important. If your only idea of manifestation is just, you know, writing out a blank check to yourself or writing 
things on a piece of paper and putting it on your wall or your mirror in your bathroom, those are great, but they're not the only way that you're going to get to manifestation. Again, that comes back to what Charlotte said about wishing. That's a wish. You're just wishing and you're just throwing it out there, you know, like a baseball into the universe and hoping that it falls into the universe's club. <laughs> so again, to touch kind of on that same principle, um, just making vision boards is not going to get you there alone most likely. Okay. And that is probably the biggest thing that people think about when they think of manifestation, because there's, you know, they've been all the rage for a while now. You can physically make them, you can digitally make them, you know, people have manifestation board parties, vision board parties. Um, and while I think that's a beautiful and wonderful part of the whole, if that is the only thing you are doing and you are disappointed in your lack of manifestation, um, just know that that alone is probably not going to get you there. Again, that's more like a wish. Okay. Um, the third thing I wanted to mention is unconscious prayers or, or mantras or visualizations, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um, this comes back to the intention thing, you know? So say I see someone online and I think, my gosh, they have a wonderful life. Like I envy them so much. I want to be just like them. And so in your mind, you're just like, I want that. Okay. That to me is an unconscious desire. It's an unconscious prayer. Okay. You're not really thinking about who is this person? You know, what have they done to get to that point? Is that really what I want? You know, do I even see the whole picture? <laughs> so you have to make sure that you have that intention and that knowing behind what it is that you're asking for. Okay. And the fourth thing I wanted to mention is thinking that you don't have to change or adapt <laughs> to get what it is that you desire. Okay. Emotional intelligence. You're going to have to work on that. Your mental health. You're going to have to work on that. Eliminating, limiting, and enabling habits is a huge part of it. Okay. You know, I can't say I want to buy a condo on the beach and be driving a Tesla by this time next year if I'm not making changes and doing, taking actions that will help get me there. Okay. And again, that comes back to the whole wish thing. <laughs> Wishing is fun. You know, chucking a penny into the fountain is fun. <laughs> yes. Yes. But it's not going to get you where you need to go. Absolutely. Because there's a reason why you're not there now. And you have to examine what those things are and work on those things. That's the shadow work. Okay. And then you have to change and adapt what needs to be changed and adapted. Plain and simple. Okay. So the last thing I want to mention, which is kind of silly, but I feel like it's worth a mention is that manifestation is not a joke. Okay. This shit is very serious. <laughs> and like we've said, it is possible to manifest things into your life that you maybe didn't necessarily want. Sometimes you manifest things not in the way that you wanted, but in the way that the energies universe knew would be the best course of action for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes you manifest exactly what you wanted somehow. And you're looking around going, holy crap, how did I do this? And that's how I have felt for the last couple of months. <laughs> And I have several stories to prove it, which we don't necessarily need to get into today. But it's really, a really, really incredible when you when you take those steps to adapt and to change and to make space for these new energies to come into your life. What can what can happen on such a massive scale? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to note that sometimes things will manifest in a way that you did not envision. And, you know, sometimes your spell work, you know, it's, it's the same thing. It, it may not come about exactly how you had planned in your head, but it's, it's the moving of energy. That's what manifestation is. And, you know, while you can put, you know, your comment in the suggestion box, if there's like a path of least resistance to get there, that's how the energy is going to flow. You know, it, it may not be exactly how you envisioned it, but this man and his son, he better be building me a love house. Jesus. All right. Now that we have covered, you know, what manifestation is, what intentions are, what, what alignment is and, and what it is not, let's, let's get into some tips. One thing to keep in mind when manifesting, and I know we've mentioned emotional intelligence here and, and emotions in general, and it may seem like we're beating a dead horse, but it is so very important because emotions are energy in motion. And Charlotte just mentioned a few moments ago about frequencies. Everything has a frequency and everything has a vibration, including ourselves and definitely our emotions. I mean, really, when it comes down to it as humans, we are very emotional creatures, whether you are someone who really feels them often or not, <laughs> we are still just a whole bundle of, of emotion, energy in motion. And that's why it's so important to to clear out those emotions that you don't want because they are probably bringing things into your life. They're attracting those frequencies. And this is exactly how you attract these new things that you want into your life. Because if you think about sound waves, right. And how they're, they're all different. Some of them are kind of wavy. Some of them are really spiky. That is how our emotions read on an energetic level. Okay. And so in terms of science, <laughs> if we want to get sciencey for a minute, you attract those same sort of vibrations and frequencies, right? So you want to make sure that you're clearing out your emotions. And I just felt it was important to mention this for those who maybe aren't as emotionally intelligent as I haven't always been as an air sign, <laughs> a five-time five air sign. I have five planets in Aquarius, so I'm about as dry as it gets most of the time. So this has been like a huge effort for me in understanding. So it may not be if you're someone who is more in touch with your emotions, you might be feeling like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but for those of you who <laughs> we are, get it. we get this. it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just remember how important it is. I think people don't realize how important that emotional energy is in terms of bringing into your life, what it is that you actually want. You know, they, they say misery loves company. It is absolutely without a doubt, a thousand percent true. Yes. Now, while I am not a quintuple air sign, there have been periods in my life where I've been far more detached and you have to, to work on addressing those issues and, and raising your emotional intelligence to, for one, fix the issues or bare minimum, at least address the issues. You, you need to have a basic understanding of how your mind works and how you can go about achieving your actual desires. Like we stated before, everything has a vibration. I hear you slipping around over there. Let's see. Uh -uh. No? No, I'm not moving. Maybe it's me. I, 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 took a deep, I took a deep breath. You might've heard my breath again. 
Stop breathing, Jamie. Oh, God. No. So inconvenient to the episode. Okay. You can record now. <laughs> oh, shit. No. No. When Charlotte has to finish this episode on her own because I held my breath until I passed out, I know it was her. <laughs> No, no, I really do want you to keep breathing. <laughs> I hope so. Please, Jeez. please. Okay. I would like to manifest right, you <laughs> to continue breathing. <laughs> okay, now we're friends again. Let's carry on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> so manifesting, this can be achieved in a few different ways. You know, when we're getting on to the witchy topics, you know, this can be done in spell jars or or sort of simple manifestations using you know list and bay leaves and you know thoughts but like we have covered earlier on their own these things don't amount to anything there really has to be you know some inner work and you need to be able to focus energy now while we haven't gone over that in depth in this episode we have covered it in our beginner witchcraft tips episode. So if you haven't listened to that one, you can go back and, and listen to our tips and tricks on directing energy. Fundamental in, in manifestation and channeling the energy and making sure that energy goes where you are directing it. Now, like I was saying, you could do spell jars and simple manifestations. You can also do candle magic. But again, alone, these things are not going to manifest the life that you are hoping to achieve. I believe that the, I believe that my neighbor needs to stop building me a motherfucking clubhouse so I can finish this episode. And Jamie needs to stop breathing. And (laughs) 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 (sighs) I'm just keeping my energy moving. Okay. Ah, Jamie, what are your biggest manifestation tips? Uh, I mean, point one is, is to keep breathing. That that that's paramount in manifesting. But <laughs> yes, yes, that's us. Let's pencil that in as, as tip number one. Just breathe, stay alive and human. <laughs> and and it is that it is it is and and like I said earlier. You know, manifesting is a very human thing. Anybody can do it. Um, And there are many different tools you can use. I like to think of them as tools anyways in my toolbox. And of course, the biggest one being intention. Again, it comes back to intention. And that's and that's what we talk about a lot in that other episode, witchy tips um, for beginners, beginner witch tips. (laughs) There we go. Um, Because intention is everything. Learning how to read energy, use energy, manipulate energy for good. Not for bad. <laughs> Important to know. We hope. Here. We hope. Yeah. Those are, I think, the fundamental steps that you need to take. Um, and again, that comes down to that that faith and desire and, and the surrender um, that we talked about in my list of things that are, are what manifestation is. Faith and desire, surrender and meditation. So the meditation is going to help you. Um, and there's many different ways to meditate. 
by the way, it's going to help you learn how to channel that, that energy. So channeling that energy into other tools like vision boards, okay, or lists, <laughs> or even a journal, you know, some people just like to keep a journal. One of my favorite ideas for journaling is someone that was a manifestation coach for me last year was a what she calls a dream day journal. And this is where you take a little bit of time every day. And you journal out what your perfect day that day could look like from start to finish. So yes, this is going to take a little bit of time. It's a commitment. However, by doing so, you're aligning your energy with that, right? You're already speaking it into existence. It's on your mind. So your mindset is solid, right? You already know what it is that you want. (laughs) And now unconsciously, you're going to take steps throughout the day to make it look like that. And I can tell you hands down when I have done this, it, it makes for the best days (laughs) because Also, when it comes down to even just psychology, by starting your day off with something like that, you're putting yourself in this mindset of, of, of positivity, you know? Um, And so that brings me to my next point is having a a good morning routine. Uh, And again, this is going to depend on what your work schedule is and what kind of person you are, but whatever, whatever time of day it is that you wake up from your slumber, I think it's a good idea to, to have a little bit of time to yourself, whether that's reading, meditating, journaling, exercising, you know, going for a walk in nature, whatever that is, do that. Because I can tell you without a doubt from years of experience on the days that I do that, my days always go way smoother. Yeah, I think it is important to mention like the items that were on the, you know, this is not manifestation in and of itself can be important components to manifestation as long as you are putting the work and the energy into it themselves. They can be, like you said, very important tools. On their own, is it manifestation? No. But you can channel your energy into this and, and use it as a tool to not only focus your intention, but to sort of direct it and guide you through visualization. Yeah, absolutely. That that is so pivotal to to how this whole system operates. And, you know, keeping your energy at a certain place that you are feeling the love. Because feeling the love from the from the universe around you, feeling the love emanating from you is is the the beauty of what happens when you start this process, right? So, the days that I don't spend a little bit of time to myself in the morning. You know, little things can trip me up throughout the day because I haven't put my mind right. Then that makes it harder to manifest what you really want, not only on, you know, an emotional level, but a physical level too, because then you're going to be cranky. You might be tired, (laughs) caffeine fueled. You're going to want to nap, you know? And so, yeah, my biggest tips are dream day journal. you have a pterodactyl? It's it's fucking It sounds like my pterodactyl. (laughs) Yeah, she wants in the studio, but I'm not letting her because all she wants to do is put her butt in my face and I ain't got time for that right now. I love my cat. Don't worry. She's amazing. She's my little familiar, but (laughs) But yeah, so I just feel like the most important thing I can tell you guys is to start your day off right 
and, and to, and to journal your dreams. Um, this is going to put your mindset in the right place, which is one of the fundamental building blocks of this process. Um, and where I truly think that you should begin. As you know, that's <laughs> yes. clearly. that, that was, that was a nod and in agreement if I've ever heard one. <laughs> I mean, I don't speak cat, but if I did. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's right there with us. That's my homegirl. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So while these tools are helpful and, and they can even be key in your success, if you are channeling the necessary energy now, like we stated earlier, everything is a vibration and one way that you can achieve a higher vibration. And yes, I am pulling straight from the law of attraction, sort of on this is gratitude and expressing gratitude for what you already have in order to align. You do need to be on a specific frequency. And in order to achieve this, you put yourself in a position where you have where you feel that you've already achieved what it is you're after. So yeah, why would why would the universe think that you need more of something or better of something if you're not grateful for what you have in this moment? And I think that is also such a, a dire principle to understand is that you you have to be grateful for where you are. And that gratitude just opens the door for more and more and more. Sorry, sorry. It's the pterodactyl. <laughs> She's just in complete and total agreement. Yes, that is all. Yes. It's our hype man. She wants her. Really? Yeah, she wants her little five minutes of fame. That is it. All right, we're gonna I need to post her to the gram. She, she's got to go. You up know, the gram, so we need- you're right. I'll have to go get a cute little <laughs> selfie of her in a little bit. Yes, please do. <laughs> <laughs> Now, sort of the the last tip, and it's something, you know, we, we've even touched on in this episode, but we touched in in greater detail on the beginner witch tip episodes, is raising energy. You know, like we said earlier, you know, everything is a vibration, everything is energy, and, you know, matching the frequency, you need to build the energy to direct it into your intentions. You know, this is kind of hand in hand earlier when we were talking about will. You got to power that with something and it is your will and your energy and you are directing this order out into the universe. And and you can achieve this in a number of ways. Like I said, we go over it in more detail in, in a previous episode, but you can raise energy in a few different ways. Building energy is very, very important. And while we did kind of also go over this on our episode about toxic positivity, We are not really saying that you need to go all good vibes, peace and love. Okay. (laughs) Because there's still very much a balance, you know, between our shadow self and our light self. Um, We understand that we hope you, yes, polarities even, as Charlotte (laughs) mentioned earlier, one of the principles, but it is important to build your energy. And there are many different ways that you can do that. One of my favorite ways to do that, to not only build energy, but to move through energy is dancing. It's something that I discovered, I don't know, maybe about 18 months ago, two years ago. I don't remember. Um, I found a mentor and she's in the UK actually. And we work a lot with 
emotional energy and we do a lot of ancestral work. And one of the ways that we move that energy, okay, is through dancing. You know, we, we do a meditation and then you just get up and you just move. I don't mean like doing the two step. Okay. I mean, like, like a hippie at Woodstock, just feeling yourself, (laughs) you know, you could put some music on and, and just move, move your body, you know, and this is why, this is why I think personally, if we're going to go side note, right, real quick, why so many people are unhealthy nowadays, especially in a country such as ours here in the U S is because people are not moving their bodies. Yes. We're putting crap in, but we're not doing anything. You know, we're sitting on our butts. We're not moving unless you're doing like a labor job. Um, and, and you'll see that people who do have jobs where they move a lot are generally a lot happier (laughs) than people who aren't because moving your body is just so, so, so important. And I have realized this as someone who doesn't really like to exercise very much. I do like to implement things like dancing into my routine to move that stagnant energy. And it has worked miracles. Y'all, I can't even tell you, um, because, you know, we have our aura around us, right? Our aura of energy. There's many different layers to that. And it all holds on to things. And when you move your body and you feel all of that, you can release what doesn't need to be there in ways that you can't when you're just sitting on the sofa with a remote in your hand. <laughs> yes, exactly. Raising energy by movement is is a very... You gotta let that cat in. <laughs> I'm just going to let her in. <laughs> Guys, welcome to the show. Zena. Hi, baby. She has arrived. <laughs> you can't see her, but she's adorable and kind of feisty. Would you like to say hi? Not on cue? No? No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's just going to sit here and try to put her butt on me as usual. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I might try to do the same. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Talking about dancing. (laughs) In fact, this has occurred. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We had some we had some good uh, dance parties out at the uh, the gay club. I forget what it's called. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah well it's not there anymore it was <gasps> called um no. the emerald emerald city emerald city yeah oh mm-hmm. yes yes so and i definitely Man. put my butt on you there i did <laughs> guilty <laughs> i mean what's dancing without putting your butt on something right i was raising energy thank you <laughs> absolutely it's all for the soul Oh, those were good nights. (laughs) (laughs) Now, aside from dancing and and putting your butt on Jamie, there are several other ways that you can raise energy. Although maybe not as fun. Maybe not as fun. (laughs) I I couldn't get through that without laughing. (laughs) The way you just said it so nonchalantly was just too much for me. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. There, there are ways. There are ways. <laughs> now, some of these ways we have already covered in this episode, you know, that envisioning and, and using those components to, to channel your energy. You can accomplish raising energy by movement alone. Now, 
maybe you don't want to dance. So it can be running, it can be exercise. It just has to be where you are raising the energy a little bit higher. And you know, this can be achieved in, in fun ways, in, in, in the, the bedroom variety of ways. In fact, there's a whole section of magic dedicated to this, which we haven't covered yet, but we may, we may. So we might, cause it's a fun one. <laughs> yes, absolutely. There are several ways to raise energy and focus this energy in on your intentions to transform them into manifestations. As you can see, <laughs> there are many, many different moving parts to manifestation and it's no one size fits all. I know I feel like we say that a lot, but it's so true when it comes to things like this. You know, we can share our experiences. We can tell you what's worked for us. And it may not always be exactly what works for you. So as usual, you know, pick up what you want, leave the rest. But we hope you guys have enjoyed us going through this <laughs> a little bit of a roller coaster of a journey through manifestation. But yeah, this episode has been a lot of fun. And it's one of our longer episodes because we just have there's so much to say about it. Yeah, it's a very involved topic. I know we have probably repeated ourselves a little bit throughout this episode because each of us were sharing our own experiences and there's just so much to it and, and so many concepts that are just so important that they're worth mentioning again and again and again to make sure that you understand and can implement it into your own practice. But we've really enjoyed this one and we look forward to, to you creating and manifesting what it is that you want in your life. You know, we've had our own experiences. You probably have already had some for yourself and it's such, it's such a beautiful and wonderful moment. when You can look back at your life and just say like, wow, I created this, you know, and you, you do have the power to create what it is that you want. And it all starts with you, you know, look within and do the work, you know, set your intentions and, and go on this journey with yourself. You know, don't rely on anyone else to manifest things in your life for you. It all starts with you. Yes, absolutely. And another thing we would love to hear about the manifestations you're most proud of. So if you could slide on over to our Instagram at Cosmic Cauldron Podcast, we will be asking this question in a story. So if you could, please let us know your own experiences with this. You know, if you have tips and tricks, let us know. Until next time, blessed be. Peace out. Thank you.